Rebecca, Rebecca's been gone for three years. I would do what Pastor John did to me and said I was backslidden for three years. <laughs> I won't do that to you because I'm not Pastor John. Okay. No, she's been down in Australia at Hillsong. So um, she was with us before she went down there and she taught children's ministry and I recruited her again. So I got her for any ministry head. She's mine. Okay. But um, I just know God's put a lot in her and she's going to share some of what he's wanting her to share today. So. Go for it. <laughs> well, good morning, everybody. <laughs> I know some of you, some of you I don't know yet. Um, right, my name's Rebecca, and you know, usually around here I'm known as one of the Goodspeed sisters. You know, like people are like, oh, you're a sister of like Hannah and Brianna and Elizabeth. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's me, yep, <laughs> which is a, a good thing, it's a good thing, so, um, and yeah, I just wanted to thank, you know, our pastors and Pastor Karen for having me be able to share this morning and encourage and, you know, just be available for whatever God wants to do this morning, and which it is, it's truly an honor, you know, when you get to encourage people with what God's done in your own life. It's just such an awesome privilege and exciting thing to be able to do. So uh, along with my sisters, my mom is here this morning, which is awesome. My mom has always been that person in my life. She's the first person who made sure I knew it was important to be in church, okay? And, uh, you know, that's a habit that needs to be formed. So thankfully I had a mom who, you know, made that habit happen for me. <laughs> but, uh, I, right, so I, Pastor Karen mentioned uh, I was in Australia for three years at Hillsong College, and prior to that uh, was a nurse, and now I'm a nurse again, and, right? And uh, I get to nurse right now at, in radiation oncology, and that's a new field for me. I did moms and babies before that, and so this is just switching it up, and it's awesome to, yeah, learn something new in a new area that, you know, really you get to be used by God and encourage people, love on people, know that they're seen and valued, so that's what it's looking for me right now, and... Outside of that, what to tell you? You know, people who know me would say, right, I totally enjoy coffee. I Now, Hannah's actually the real... I, I don't even know what to say. Coffee snob. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't want to say that, but you Outside of coffee, right, uh, you know, regular things. I love, like, home interior shows, even though I don't really know what I'm doing. I love other people who know what they're doing, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think when people, you play that icebreaker where they're like, okay, two truths and a lie. And the one that I usually throw in there that's a truth is I did trapeze class. And because it sounds so outrageous, but uh, I was a bit of a natural, so <laughs> I, I did. I did think about you know looking into going into the circus, uh, 
but you know I'm a nurse instead, so you know. <laughs> but and that is that's not what I'm going to be doing today. <laughs> I, I won't be doing any trapezing. Uh, but no, I really well. You know, I changed because I thought you know just in case you know I wanted to go for a run afterwards. You know, like I'd be like ready to go because I totally do those impromptu runs all the time. And I mean, like if if not, because maybe I won't, then at least I'll be like comfortable running errands and stuff. And. Uh, yeah, you know, like when I'm reaching for those things or making people sure people know that I could be athletic if I wanted to be. Um, but I mean, I could. I'd be ready. But no, like, who of you have seen those women who walk around in athletic wear and you're pretty sure there's a 99% chance that they have not been utilizing that. They have not been out running. <laughs> they have not been, but they're comfortable, right? Like they, they could if they wanted to. No, and honestly, you know, I have been the, that person. I have been that person where I was like, just in case, or, you know, I want to be comfortable in what I'm doing. So, but you know, when people are looking at you, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm a runner, right? <laughs> like, this is what you people wear, right? <laughs> no, okay, but with that, right, I was thinking about how, you know, in this walk with Christ, in, you know, our Christian walk, how often is it that we don't recognize that we are dressed to run. We're dressed to run this race that, you know, God calls it a race, this race, this life with Christ. How often are we, like, we're always dressed, okay? We're always dressed, but how often are we not running, okay? And so starting off with that, uh, yeah, let's pray, okay? So, because God's going to expound upon this. He's going to encourage you. And, right, the Holy Spirit's going to point out to you today what you need to take away and what's going to be applied tomorrow, and he's going to show you how to do it. That's how good he is. So, all right, and I'm not just going to pray. We are all going to pray, okay? <laughs> thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you for today. I thank you that this is your day, Father, and I know how much you just love when your kids get stuff, Father, when they understand things, Lord, when they're learning and growing. So I thank you, Father, for just your kingdom come, your will being done today, Father, and that just our hearts, our hearts are open, our ears are open, Father. We are awake and ready, Father, for whatever you want to show us today. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, so, once again, we are dressed to run in our Christian walk. And so, if God's talking about that, then we kind of need to know what, what, what does that mean? What does that look like? That's usually where I go, because I'm the practical person, so I'm like, okay, that's beautiful and metaphorical and a beautiful picture, but I don't know how to actually do that tomorrow, so... <laughs> 
I'm, I'm the very simple one, Kelly. <laughs> but so then let's look at where God is talking about this, okay? So as Christians, we are dressed, which, to be honest, so dressed meaning equipped. You're equipped to run this race that God's put out, okay? So let's. I'm going to go to Hebrews 12. And right in verse 1, it starts off talking about, therefore we also... Okay, which here it's, it's going off of Hebrews 11 where it's giving a full list, okay, a list of people who they ran their race, right? They were having to believe God. We were talking about Abraham and Sarah and Moses and all these people that in their own lives they had to trust God and be like, okay, God, here we go. We're doing this. And so in 12, it's saying, okay, so we have that example in chapter 11 of all these awesome people. And we even now, you have those people in your life where, man, the life that they lived for Jesus, it was full on. It was, you know, straight focused at him. And so now in 12, they're saying, well, okay, what do we do with that example? Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Okay, so kind of breaking that apart just a little bit, you know, you're realizing, so it's described as a race, which, which a race is a beginning and an end, and Jesus has already run that race that, that we're now living in, our, you know, the, our own race. And so what... Here it goes on to say, so, you know, consider, consider what Jesus did. So uh, us starting off with this, this race that we're calling it, that we're looking at, we're looking to Jesus and how he ran that race. Part way down through that passage that I wrote, when it says, let us run, with endurance the race. So right there, it's already telling you that it's going to be a long one. You know, and if you're going to need endurance for something, it's going to be something that requires that ability to endure stuff. And so it's having that picture of, you know, here we have marathons, long races. And so... Okay, so we have this long race... And I think right away, you know, I've never ran a marathon. Um, I don't know if I was built for it, but when, you know, I think of a marathon right away, I freak out and I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure I was never meant to run one, and nor could I. And just to help I think sometimes we feel that same way when God's showing us something and we're thinking, uh, yeah, I don't think I can do that or I don't think I'm going to make it. And the very fact that he's saying this is this race that you need to run, he, he's equipped us to do it. And the reason why I say that is because God's character is he, 
he doesn't play games, right? It's not one of those things where he's like, this is a race and oh, this is going to be hilarious. You can't even run. You know, like he's not like that. So if he's saying it's a race and we can run it, then I'm telling you right now, you say, okay, well, I, I'm in there. When he's saying run, I can run and we'll figure it out on the way, right? So the, I think giving a little bit more definition to it, uh, you know, why is it called a race? You know, you're looking a little bit more into, well, as soon as somebody says race, the mindset that you have is it brings focus, it brings, you know, intention, and it brings, like, direction, okay? So you know the game on, right? And you, you know this very well because as soon as a little kid is like, Aracia, you know, you know, like their eyes is fixed on the destination of where they are racing you to, and there's nothing getting in their way. They're going to beat you, and they're going to run as fast as they possibly can. So I, it's part of that mindset that God wants to kind of be able to bring you to that place of like, that's why this is a race. You know, this is a race because there needs to be focus. This needs to, there needs to be intention with that. You know, if you're not, if, so you have this race mindset that you understand. If you, if you don't have that, it's this, you know, if I'm just going for a jog around the lake or something, there's a bit of aimlessness there, you know, I'm not running full out as hard as I can go. I'm just kind of whenever, whatever, if I decide to walk, if I decide to actually go halfway back, I just, (laughs) nobody knew, it's fine, not a big deal. So we have our race, and along with that, you know, we're running in that race and giving a, a little bit of more of a definite definition around running. Uh, you know, I wrote down doing what the Father has created you for and doing it with an ever increasing ability and capacity. You know, so doing what the Father has created you for and doing it with an ever-increasing ability and capacity. That's running this race, okay? So then you want to know, well, yeah, okay, what I was created for and building upon that and ability and capacity. You know, right now what it looks like for me as a nurse, so I just had this new role as a nurse. Well, in that, I'm learning a whole different new area. And so I'm learning new things, then being able to apply them, and then getting a whole lot better at it. You know, my first day, I'm a lot better now than I was on my first day. I know a lot more now than I did on my first day. So it's knowing that that doesn't happen on accident, you know, the learning process and applying it. In Romans 12, I'm going to turn there because it talks about what God's, you know, created us for, what he's gifted us with. It talks about basically this increasing in ability and capacity and what that looks like. So in Romans 12, starting in verse 4, it says, For as we have many members in one body, 
but all the members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, then let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality. He who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So here they're saying, you know, not only are you to know exactly, you know, having a be aware, you know, ask God, what, you know, what have you created me for? And what do you want me to, you know, build in capacity and ability for? And not only knowing that, but then knowing that I'm going to do it to your expectant, knowing that what God's going to do with that. Uh, just an example of that process, I would say, would be so um, when I first went over to Australia, what I knew was, okay, I love Jesus. I want him to be at the center of my life, and I don't exactly know what that looks like, but let's do this. And so going to Sydney, you know, when I first get there, nobody knows me. So this is basically this clean slate of, Whatever people I want people to know about me, I can start with that, right? Because people don't know me from way, way back when. So I, what I found myself and honestly just happening to do was I was the person in class where I wasn't going to talk. I wasn't going to really make eye contact with the teacher because that tells them that you have an answer for something. So I was like, so I won't be doing that. And I won't really have anything to bring to the table. And I was like, because then there won't be like expectation on me. And honestly, this didn't come from me purposely doing it, but it came from me just not doing anything about it, you know, otherwise. So I just kind of was hanging out, doing my thing. Was like, that's okay if I'm the quiet one, even though I know that I'm not like this at home. I mean, my sisters can tell you that. You know, I love people. I love chit-chatting. I love, like, let's talk about stuff and let's encourage each other. And so me setting up myself in Sydney as this, like, no, I'm the quiet, timid one. It wasn't until, you know, I had nobody there who knew me to call me out on it, right? Except for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> so I'm in class one day, and we're, we're sitting kind of in this circle, and the teacher asked a question, and I'm like initially leaned in, like looking at him, and he makes eye contact with me about this question, and I like slowly go back, like behind somebody next to me, and thinking like maybe he didn't see that, right? And then, I am no kidding, you know, I've never heard the voice of the Lord audibly, but sometimes he says it so loud inside yourself that you know it was him, so he's like, that is not who you are. And and now I'm leaning forward again. <laughs> yes, let's do this. What can I answer for you? But you know what? It was so good because in that moment, I realized, you know, whatever it may be in your life that ends up 
causing you to do that, causing of you, you to be complacent or not care what kind of people think or not, you know, not be who God really has created you to be. Um, because that, honestly, most of it just comes with lack of intention towards, towards what he's called you to do. But what I saw was a lot of the time it was fear. It was fear that was causing me to... Um, almost feel bullied by fear. You know, that's kind of the way that I was able to put words for it, is that I felt bullied by fear of not wanting to do something most of the time, speaking up in class. And, you know, I'm at Bible school, so there's a lot of praying going on. And so, you know, not when people are asking, oh, you know, who would like to lead prayer for our class today? Nope, nope, that's not me. And I'm telling you, because the, the Holy Spirit spoke those initial words of this is not who you are, I knew that I needed to set something up of I'm not being bullied by fear, and I don't know how I'm going to do it yet, but in the natural I'm going to start taking steps to you know, break past that, you know, setting up for yourself, you know, t- saying, hey, I'm not okay with not being who God's called me to be. You know, I, 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 I want to be who he's called me to be. I want to walk. I want to run this race. And so what that looked like was like, okay, anytime that they ever ask for somebody to pray, Rebecca, you are raising your hand. <laughs> so I would find myself, they would ask, and I would Yes, yes, I would like to pray. <laughs> yep, I'm your gal today. And, you know, when you know, that aside, you're thinking how often, you know, we get just so intimidated by things that we really shouldn't be intimidated by. And, you know, prayer is a beautiful example because you can be afraid to pray out loud with other people. It's like... <laughs> If you could ever feel comfortable, it's with people who love you and people who also love God and want Him to be doing things. And so, right, don't don't ever, you know, a little sidetrack on prayer, but... Man, it is so good to pray with others. And there's such a power to it. And the fact that you would be intimidated by it, I mean, I just, hopefully that rings true to you to know that you need to. You need to position yourself to be praying out loud with others. So, in, okay, so we have race, we have running, you know, defining those, doing what we've created for. Well, then once you are like, okay, well, I kind of got it, okay, then, right, how do you do this endurance race? What does this look like, you know? uh, The things that highlighted for me were running with vision. Running with vision is one of those things where that's going to be what helps you endure to, you know, it talks about Jesus himself for the joy set before him, he endured. So, you know, knowing Right. You know, vision is to see. So I think a lot of times what it is, is like for us, I know where I'm at right now, and I need to know how this connects to that for me to, for this to be worth it, right? Because running doesn't happen on accident. It's hard, right? I'm not, you know, like running and all of a sudden like, imagine this. Well, I didn't even know I was running. No, that never happens. <laughs> and that's not that running is ever always horrible, but 
you're very aware that you're running because there's effort, there's work to it. And so when God gives you a vision, you're like, okay, yeah, this is uncomfortable, but that is so worth it. And that's for Jesus, that's what he saw. He was like, okay, this is the worst. It really is. But seeing my kids, you know, reunited with God the Father, that is so worth it, you know? And so I think often... We need to be reminded of those things. If you don't have vision, if then I would ask God for it. Ask him. Be like, okay, God, I'm not, I'm not okay not knowing anything. And, you know, what's going on right now is not easy. And, but I have the sense that you're, you know, not, you're either able to make good out of it or there's purpose for it. And so please show me, give me, give me a glimpse of what that is, what's ahead. Because it's so encouraging once you are able to see, you know, even when you're running a race and you know the finish line is there somewhere. You know, you're like, the effort put in to running to get there, you're, you're able to take each step and keep going and keep going. There's a... Uh, you know, I think what helps sometimes is for running with vision, there are people that I know that I can tell that they have vision. I can tell by the excitement in the way that they endure. And so often, you know, I envision, okay, so you know in movies where they have the one person like goes onto the street and like there's this whole mad rush of people running and the person's look on their faces like, what do they know that I don't know, you know? And sometimes I feel like that, meaning, okay, God, clearly by their passion and excitement, they get something. They understand something. They have vision for something that I don't get yet. In that position, Ask God, be like, God, there is something. Or talk to the person, be like, what is it that you've had a revelation of, that you see, that you can kind of tell me about? You know, it's uh, getting to that place where you're like, whatever it's going to take. I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm asking. You know, even sometimes it, uh, with vision, even if we see it, we just don't know when, when that's going to be right up in front of our face. So whether it's, you know, whether you want to say uh, a promise that God's given you, you know, I just, one of the things I felt to encourage you with is that, or really remind you of, is that even Abraham and Sarah, they saw some of the things come to pass that God had talked to them about, right? So the beginning of their family and these, you know, multitude of nations and people that were going to happen. They didn't see the whole thing. And, you know, that didn't make it less worth it for them. It was still just as valuable what God had spoken into their life. So I think sometimes we need to understand that a lot of vision is beyond ourselves. So what, what we're doing today, what we're building is going far beyond us. And yes, God is so good, and we're going to see some of that. Some of it we may not, though, but that shouldn't lessen the, the passion and understanding of what we see is God is working in that. He's doing something. Okay, so run with vision, and then run together. Uh, 
right, we, you know, when we have this picture of a race, it's not because we're racing each other. That's not what God's wanting to have us understand. It's because he wants to, like I said, have that race mindset where we do have focus and intention and direction. But really what we're doing is we're running on the same team, side by side with each other. And the, there's so much that God speaks about. I mean, primarily the way that it's wrapped is uh, talking about striving for peace, you know, and the, the unity with one another. That, that's because when you're, when you're, you are at your fastest when you are running next to somebody challenging each other. You know, there's the, personal best for any runner is not happening on their own when they're like, I did my early morning run and that was my best time ever. No, it is when the person next to you is like, oh yeah, let's go faster, let's go farther, let's push this harder. I know there's more in you. And, you know, honestly, the the way that it looks for us is the same. We need to get better at, and I, and I say this because I know that God calls me out on it, calling that out in each other, like verbally saying, Elizabeth, there's more in you than you know. God has a plan and purpose for you, right? And you know because God says it. And I think part of that is understanding when the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives in us. So the words that we speak are so real. This is not, oh, yeah, what a nice little saying that I told you or whatever. It's like you have to recognize that what God has placed in you is to literally encourage, to lift lift up, to bolster, to call out something that either somebody has forgotten in their life that they just need to be reminded of or something new that you're like, no, you know what? This is in you. Hannah, God has put such a passion for truth in your heart. And you know the weight of your words. And I just, I know that that's going to just continue to open doors, opportunities, opportunities for gifts, gifts of words. Like what I see is. The words that he puts in your hand, they're going to be like gifts for people. And they're going to, as you give them to people, they're going to unlock things that they didn't know before because his truth sets us free. So that's what it's going to be doing for them. Um, Now, honestly, that's an example. But how I know how much God loves us and wants to speak to us, he can he can do that at any time because he always loves us always wants to speak to us and that's not that's not God being us testing you know, or trying God and being like oh yeah well God I can just say whatever I want whenever it's knowing the truth that of how much God loves people and because he never leaves us nor forsakes us because that's so real he can you imagine how often he wants us to understand something? Ooh, I don't get it yet. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, who else can I have talk to them? You know, he wants us to understand something, right? Like, that's how much of a good father is, good father that he is. So I know that, yeah, lately uh, I've just been encouraged more and more to be doing that, to step out. And, you know, sometimes that's not going to even be 
people that you know, but people who God wants to love on. And man, that's not always easy to do, but he's so faithful to minister through that. And I was at Target like two weeks ago, and there was two ladies. One lady was sharing about her granddaughter and just the health issues that she was going through. And I'm telling you what welded up in me was uh, just such a righteous anger that a young person was sick and having to deal with that. And honestly, I didn't know what to do with that. And I was like, uh, Lord, what do you want me to do with that? Do you want me to like go over and start talking to them and pray with them? Like, I don't know what you want me to do. And in that conversation with the Lord, you know, I was like, I don't know if I'm hearing anything. And now, now the ladies have separated and parted ways. And I still just did not know what to do with that. Just honestly, like a burning inside of me where at the very least I thought, well, if I do go and talk to her, it's not like a mean thing. You know what I mean? When you're trying to weigh like, should I, shouldn't I? Well, I don't think it's going to offend her that I go over and say hi. So yeah, I'm going to do it. And going over, talking with her, and just that conversation initially seemed a little odd. Hello, ma'am. <laughs> Great day in Target today, right? <laughs> you know, like, I do start talking about a little bit of random things, but eventually you get there, like, so I heard you talking about your granddaughter. Was it your granddaughter? Yes. I was like, all I know what to tell you is that my heart went out to her. And so you know, would it be okay if I prayed for her? And, you know, and to be honest, in the moment, I did have that moment where I was like, I don't know if it's supposed to be here right now, so I'm just going to offer up that I would like to pray for her. (laughs) So, and of course, people's initial reaction is, yeah, sure, right, that'd be great. And I thought, oh, okay, well, thank you, you know. And I did tell her, I said, the reason is because I believe that God heals people. I believe that, he, you know, he cares. And again, oh, uh-huh, nice. And, and I'm thinking, this is a complete bust, but I'm going to pray for her later, and this is going to, you know, I feel like I was obedient. Well, I'm saying, you know, have a nice day. It was lovely meeting you. And, you know, uh, she, she was like, stop me. And she was like, that was so nice. And she goes, I'm going to tell my daughter, you know, I'm going to tell my daughter about this. And she was the granddaughter's mother and just, and what she was going to tell her, I don't know, but <laughs> I met this lady at Target. Uh, <laughs> she had a running outfit on, so. <laughs> think she was running <laughs> but but no at the very least to have somebody who doesn't know you you know we have tons of people who know you who are like oh I'm praying for you and things like that but we're talking a complete stranger who heard and had, had enough boldness to come up and say I see you God sees you he cares you know and that means a lot. And you know, I'm telling you right now, the amount of times that I've been on the receiving end of that, you know the Holy Spirit sent them. That you know that there's like no trying to talk yourself out of the fact that God sees you, He sent someone, He's wanting you to know that. I mean, it's beautiful. 
Uh, it just takes on our part that, that, that stepping out and being like, well, I care more about being obedient to God and running this race than not, you know? Um, and I would say, you know, the more that you practice, it does get easier, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, after that, after you've seen people run before you and finish that race, and, you know, Paul, he speaks about, you know, I've ran that race, I've finished it, I've kept the faith. You know, I want, at the end of my life, I want to be able to, yeah, look back and be like, not only did I run, but I ran all out. Like, there was nothing left. I don't want to be thinking like, mm, oh, yeah, I could have given a little more there, but... I totally did not believe God was actually going to do it. So, I mean, you know, just recently, you know, it was talked about, you know, we're believing for God to heal people, for us to see miracles, you know, expectant for it. And the conversation was around, yeah, but are we ready for it? And I was just thinking, yeah, like, Am I actually believing that God's w word works and that he's actually going to do this in my life, in this race that I'm running? Or am I going to be the person where when the healing and miracle happens, I'm like, holy bleep, oh, blah. what the bleep? Okay, I mean, of course, of course I knew that he was going to. Of course I did. And the reason why that matters is because we need to be ready to explain that to people around us, meaning... That was because God loves us more than we know. You know, like that, we need to be ready to have an answer for that because he is going to do it. And I want to have that answer and be like, you know what? God is so good and we're doing this all out and come, come, I'm going to show you how to run, right? I've been doing this and God's faithful to keep showing you along the way how to keep running. So that's all we're going to worry about right now. Come on, come on with me. So, uh... Amen. God's good. He wants, you know, I think a lot of running, I think about freedom a lot. I love that word. I love what God meant when he's talking about it. It is for freedom. And so really my prayer is that you would know that you're not, you know, you're not just running for endurance, right? The focus wouldn't be on the part that is so hard and is so real, but you'd be encouraged by the, the freedom that God wants to bring you through this race. And people along the way that, and you know, a lot of it is we need a revelation of, you know? And so I'm honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for a revelation of that, that we would be awakened to what that freedom is and, and how we get to walk, walk it out. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for how good you are, Father. And you cared so much that you explained things in the way that we can understand them, Father, relating them to earthly things that we deal with. And Lord, you knew this race was not going to be easy. You knew that we were going to have to have intention with it. But I thank you for being with us every step of the way. And Lord, I pray and ask for a revelation of freedom, Father, that people would be awakened to freedom in this race, that it's you give us the ability to run on purpose, Father. 
You are the one that we get to go to and ask questions about. I thank you for wisdom, Father, and Lord, for tomorrow. What does that look like in everyone's life tomorrow, Father, to run this race that you said you made clear was important? It was important that we run, Father. And I thank you, Jesus, for being such a, an example to that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you.